coming to CuriosityStream. Go on an adventure, 66 million years in the making, with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history, did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on CuriosityStream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Now I'm ready. There you go. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for the 78th episode of the Pod Ones podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-host, Luke. How's it going, everybody? And Harris Productions. What's up, everyone? Remember, it's Luke's birthday, so annoy him like hell in the chat. Thank you. Yes, today's Luke's birthday, and uh, we wish him a very happy, uh, I don't know, what is it, 50? I don't know. But um, <laughs> He's ancient. Um, but anyways, uh, today we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episodes 11 and 12. Uh, 11 is titled Legacy, and episode 2 is or 12 is titled A Princess on Lothal. This episode's going to be all about Ezra's history and his parents, and a lot about Leia. And uh, this is one of my favorite arcs, and I'm so excited to talk about it today. Uh, we do have a handful of guests on. So yeah, we're it's the most we've had in a while. Yeah, we haven't had more than three guests in I don't know how long, but yeah, yeah we have a, a whole party today. And not just a party for Luke's birthday, but a party for this episode specifically. So... All right, Luke, Harris, are we ready to get the show running? Yep. All right, let's go. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. We are back, and our first guest today, she has been on a lot of our own shows. For our Clone Wars rewatch, she has appeared on episode 28, Sphere of Influence, episode 42, the Zygeria arc, episode 47, the Onderon arc, and episode 53, the Clovis arc. For our Rebels rewatch, she has appeared on episode 60, Spark of Rebellion, episode 64, Breaking Ranks, episode 70, Siege of Lothal, episode 72, Always Two There Are, and episode 77, Future of the Force. Whew, Jesus. Let's bring in Alanis and Nata Kyber. <laughs> Hello. Also known as the Fourth. I, I mean, remember. you did fire me, so... I mean, there was no... There was no firing. Nothing of the sort. Stop putting fake news out there, okay? It's, it's hard enough hobby. to get... It's, it's, it's our... It's, it's, it's so hard to get right news, okay? Are we sure she is the fourth honorary member or the substitute member? Because whatever Char and I are out, it's always Alana's. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yes. Being, being one half of the greatest duo in Star Wars couple history, like, I can't... Can't help that. Or some people call it the worst kept secret out Star Wars celebration. So Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. It was real oh. Anakin. It was giving Anakin and Padme. It was. Everyone yeah, was like, we're, we're, we're just gonna look the Satine. other fucking way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were, but we're Obi-Wan and Satine. Yeah. Deep down. Mostly. Inside. What? I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, where can the good people follow you? <laughs> Um, you can follow me at Nata Kyber on everything. You can also listen to me over at uh, Sith Face Podcast. Um, we actually dropped our first YouTube video. Uh, we reacted to the holiday special, and you can subscribe to us and watch that over at uh, Sith Face Media on YouTube. Hell yeah. Very funny. I'm not getting lit on fire, Chris. It's not happening, so stop requesting. Mm-hmm. You know we're going to keep pushing right. on it until one day. 
It's yeah, either okay. Right. I will make no, no, no. Hold on. I will make. I will make a announcement. One announcement. It's either I get thrown in fire, or I do Agent Callus. So there are your options. I Chris, know we going fifty-fifty one... on gasoline. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? I thought you were gonna go fine. Screw you, Chris. Agent Callus, but I was not expecting that one. That was my plan. Gotta switch that... it up, people. Gotta switch it up. You gotta people. be unpredictable. You gotta switch it up. All right. Um, but bef- anyway, before because we got a little bit more people in here, make sure to wish Luke a happy birthday today. Uh, today he turned 63, so please <laughs> let him know down below in the comments because it would be- <laughs> it would make him very happy. All right. Oh anyway, our or you can like on- the stream. You can do that too. But wish Luke a happy 60th birthday. Anyway, our second guest on today, she has made her first appearance on our Clone Wars rewatch in episode 13 of Blue Shadow Virus. She has been on episode 47, the Onderon arc, and for Rebels, she has appeared in episode 70, Siege of the Fall, and episode 76, Stealth Strike. Let's introduce the semi-finalist of our Star Wars trivia tournament, Kier at Manaclorian. <laughs> Hi! Hello! Wow, I didn't realize I'd been on that often, but yeah, I guess so, huh? Hey, you're like, you're like a regular. Aww. You're like, you're like, you're like, um, uh, it's like, I feel like the podcast now is becoming like Cheers. And everybody's like norm norm <laughs> just everybody just starts showing up yeah well happy birthday luke I, I i don't I have a party hat that. but i have i look i look pretty good for 60 though don't you, you think? do you look great 60 yeah. i think i have the power of uh god and anime on my side as they would say but <laughs> okay. hey okay you know that's my that's <laughs> my um Kia, where can the good people follow you? Uh Mandalorian at um TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. So, there you go. There yeah. you go. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate yes. you. Oh, well, a lint same Z's for Alanis, but I didn't think I'd have to say that because she knows that every day. So there you go. <laughs> anyway. Good save. All right. Our third guest today. Our next guest has made appearances on episode 52, the Fives Arc. And she was on for our Dark Disciple episode. Let's bring in Ari at the Millennium Pod. Real quick, Ari. Hello. Might I just say that has never been aired. <laughs> it's the unaired episode of the pod one. Maybe we'll come out one day. Who knows? You know what? That episode, it was good. It was a fun conversation for us to have yeah. together. Yeah. And we talked about yeah. what was the best sex scene in Star Wars. And we all decided it was Lost Stars it's for Luke. It's true. It's true. <laughs> What yeah, one day, wrong, one, one day that wrong. Dark Disciple episode will drop. I mean, we, we did record it like what three, four months ago. It was oh, just like, in a lot of content. It was just it just got lost in the shuffle. It, 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 it did. It'll eventually come out, you know, maybe on Patreon. Eventually, if we ever do those. Hey, don't, like an only fan. You can you can only you can only get the, the talk of Ari's sex scene Ari's uh favorite sex scene in Star Wars on Patreon at Pod Wands. Good save. You yeah. almost just made that a disaster. I it's almost, yeah. yeah, you almost did. It was like it was okay. like crashing. I thought you were about to say something else. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no. But all right, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Um, the good people can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MillenniumPod underscore. Um, I have a podcast. It's kind of dead right now because I'm very busy, unfortunately. But if you want to listen to old episodes, if you like listening to my 
beautiful voice uh you can just search up the millennium pod on spotify and apple and give those bad boys a listen too so suggestion when you do bring it back take the clip of palpatine and and rise of skywalker and and it's just like it's like your face and you're like lifting and then all of a sudden like the all the star destroyers are just like your logo. <laughs> that that is good. I'm definitely gonna have to do that. That, 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 that. Hey, that's I mean, just throwing out great ideas today. I don't know. You're it, just made of great it. ideas. It must be because you're so old. I, I know. Yeah. I, I know. I know. So you know, like, Lucas looks better than Alec Guinness. I, I do. <laughs> I do. I look better than you and McGregor, and he's probably ten years. I don't know about that one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that one. Ewan McGregor is a very, very hunky man. Yeah, that (laughs) was a little bit of a stretch. Mm. Yeah, a little bit too far there. He tried to sneak it in there. You know, just once, just once. It's his birthday. Maybe we can just let him get away with it. I don't know. No. no, 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 absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Because why, 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 why? Come on. Can't have anything nice nowadays. But uh, Ari, thank you for coming on. We appreciate Anytime. it. It's always awesome to have you on. Um, All uh, right. Our fourth guest coming on today is she has been on episode 34, the Night Sister arc, and episode 45, the Bounty Hunter arc of our Clone Wars rewatch. Let's bring in Liv at Kyber Crystal Designs. Hello. How's it going, Liv? Going pretty good. It, it, I like to always brag that we were uh, Liv's first <laughs> podcast. So Yes. And me and Char also got her name wrong and called her Liz. Yeah. I was so going to say, was is that the one where... I didn't even notice that. that, that... Char, <laughs> it was in the 12-hour stream. Yeah. Did you I pronounce know. Liv's name wrong and then Luke pronounced my name wrong? Hey, we were just batting okay. zero see, that day. You see, you see, here's the thing. I just mix up her name by a letter. Luke just couldn't pronounce your name. <laughs> All right. Hey, HR, I think it's it was more worse than Alanis because Liv is three letters. Yeah. All right. Okay. I will not have any more slander. Liv and Liz sound very, very familiar. Very, very They similar. do. And I'm as sorry. I pointed out earlier, there's more Liz's than Liv's. So I'll give you that. I just... I... That's fine. That's a that's a fair critique. I wasn't able to say my girlfriend's name for about a solid three months. I will take the L on that one, but I got it down now. Okay, all right. That's all that matters. But Liv, right. where can the good people follow you? Uh, the good people can follow me at Kyber Crystal Designs on TikTok and Instagram. I make Star Wars art and costumes and all that fun stuff. She makes awesome. great art, and she actually sent Luke and I a piece oh. of uh, her own yeah, art that she right. uh, sent a print of. It was um I, I don't know if it. I can me too. I got it it's somewhere. It's, I it's somewhere in my cabinet. I think I was, was using a, it, was it a as, very a, cute as a picture of Ahsoka I, and Grogu. I think I was using it as a bookmark. Nice. Honestly. And it works. <laughs> that's as a, a pretty that's a pretty it big is. bookmark. It's a perfect size but it's for that. nice. What can I say? Always always I, I don't know where I'm going with that. Never mind. But, but anyway. Thank, thanks, Liv, for coming. Our on. final guest it. is going crazy backstage. I see him. He's a dancing um, on. <laughs> Um, but our fifth and final guest, uh, he made his first appearance uh, for our roundtable discussion for Book of Boba Fett Chapter 5, and he's made his debut for our show in Episode 72, Always Two There Are. Let's bring in my fellow Spartan 2, Jesse and Mental Ill Sithler. Mentally Ill Sithler. Sorry about that. 
I'm so offended that you chose Spartan 2 because I like Spartan 3's better. Boo. <laughs> Boo you. Oh, oh my god. Boo Jesse, you. Where can the good we people follow you on the social medias? Um, um <laughs> on TikTok at mentally ill Sith Lord and Twitter at mentally ill Sith. And you can also find him as Gonkatine. You can't find me as Gonkatine, but I am the uh, this. He's the mastermind behind yeah. the whole shebang. So, Lego Star Wars, please send me a Lego Gonkatine. <laughs> I would, I would love that. Love that so much. Oh, just, man. just get a Gonk Jordan, spray paint it red. That's all I got to do. That's a bad idea. I might die. <laughs> <laughs> um. Man. Let's uh let's go through the chat. Darthman eighty six Kenny, uh early your early crew. He's always here like t- ten minutes before, five minutes before. So you get you gotta always highlight his stuff. Uh, thank you for the birthday wishes. Uh, Chris, obviously it's a dope ass intro because you were the one that made it, and we appreciate you making that. I really do appreciate that. Uh, Michelle, thank you for the birthday wishes. Vanessa, Skakalosi, part of the Skakalosi gang. You had that. You had that on your bingo card. You should have had that on your bingo card. If you didn't, then you stink. Uh, Chris again saying bestie to Atlantis. Again, Atlantis gets all the Besties. shine when it's my birthday. Just saying. I am the main show. Just kidding. I'm not the main show. I am not here. I'm not the main show. Uh, she is number four. Thank you, Carter. They fly now. Check it out on our channel. The first episode is dropping when, Harith? It's done. I just need to I just need to make the thumbnail. Upload for it. it. Yeah. Awesome. We'll be on the lookout for that. Anybody need uh well, I'm getting called uh grandpa. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Um, Vanessa, thank you for the birthday wishes. I mean, I'm always yelling Kier because Kier's just the best. So that's that's <laughs> awesome. Kier. Um, more people yelling Kier. It's awesome. Uh, Alanis uh, said Kier and I get shit done. That is very true. I mean, who are you going to call? You're not going to call the Ghostbusters. You're going to call Kier and Alanis, and they'll take care of it. That's, that's exactly why. Um, and just more... Oh, God. <laughs> Mob. Ah, uh, Skakalosi. Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa. You, <laughs> now I have to say, you talking to me? Are you talking to me? All right, I'll get off my soapbox. But that's everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for coming. Uh, if you would be as kind, be so kind to like the stream, it would help us out tremendously. But and if you haven't already, subscribe to our channel. But yeah. Luke, but Luke um, before we dive into our show... We have a we're we're gonna of, derail uh, it. Yeah, we gotta yeah. derail it here. We gotta yeah, we, we gotta derail little, it. We have a little bit of a uh, a, a little thing video for you. A little a, a, a something for you. What the fuck is this? I, I think it's gonna be very very uh, interesting, and I'm excited to see what your uh, reaction is to it. All right, Harris, uh, we ready? Just give me like three seconds. It's my computer's being weird. <laughs> okay, because uh, Luke, we. Uh, Long story Alanis, short, this is this is Alanis why did something. Alanis did something. <laughs> He's been working on it so long. Um, if you didn't notice, you haven't been in my Twitter circle for a while now. Um, no, obviously not. I didn't even know that you were into me until you had to throw it right in my face. Yeah, and it, it's actually pretty great. It makes doing things like this so much 
like so much fucking easier. Um, anyway, um, I asked people um, to send in little little snippets. Little You're gonna videos. make me cry. God yes. damn you! Um, <laughs> wishing you um, a happy birthday. And uh, I guess before we play it, um, if you know anything about Luke and I, you know that um, I can't be nice to him for more than like thirty seconds. But um, I can try for 31 seconds. But um, <laughs> all of these people who are in this video um, in some way um, met Luke, passed through Luke, um, gained friendships, relationships through Luke, uh, through this little weird niche, like niche corner of the internet that he has um, helped foster. So these are some friends of the podcast um, who love you as much as I do. Hey, Liv, look who that is. Yeah. No, no, just play it. Play it. Play it. I can't hear it. Wait, wait, wait. Was there something I didn't know? No. Don't okay. worry about it. We'll tell you when you're older. Send it to me. <laughs> what? And I'll put it in. Send it to me and I'll put Whoa. it in. I tried to share the screen via file and it like, for whatever reason, it gave me like an error. So I was like, share my screen uh, that way. What? <laughs> what? Okay, send it to me and I'll put it into the the thing. But okay, we'll get back to that. Sorry that that was a uh, that was a uh, misfire. I'm sure it's gonna be great. Um, but okay, since we have a whole bunch of here, this will help. Okay, uh, if it if it, okay, so on the theme of birthdays, right? If you had to invite anybody from the Star Wars universe to your birthday, you only get to three pick three people, three people. Who are you? Who are you asking, and why? I'm gonna go with Jesse first, bro. <laughs> and Nightwing, and Nightwing I, is bro. not an option. Oh, that's rude, um, <laughs> bro. This doesn't help. All my favorite characters, excluding Leia, are horrible people. So <laughs> it'd be a very interesting party. Yeah, if we just go off my top three, we got Darth Maul, <laughs> then we have Darth Malgus, and then we have Leia. So, you That's know, an it's interesting a party. That's an yeah. Interesting party. I don't know if I'd survive it, but <laughs> yeah. Um, That's... I will um move it to uh, Liv. Oh, okay. I definitely want Hondo there. Because he knows how to party. Um, and I'd want Obi-Wan there so that Hondo could what? annoy Obi-Wan. Because I think that'd be... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who I'd want as a third person there. Maybe Ahsoka, because I love Ahsoka. She's on my hat oh, tonight. Hey. Oh, hey. I like that. There you I go. I like that. I like that, too. Um, uh, Kier. Um, hmm. uh, I'm gonna invite uh, Din Jaren, and then obviously, Grogu, yeah. he comes with you know, the kid goes where he goes, and then a babysitter for Grogu, so Din and I can go have fun in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely iconic, absolutely <laughs> iconic, yeah. Um, Hold on here. Files, 
save. Uh, babe, what would I mean? I'll, uh, I've already said it. Screw it. It's fine. Uh, what would you, um, you choose? I would just invite three uh, loath cats. What? That's all. That's not even aging cows. What are you kidding me? No, no. I want three of them because here's the thing: I could invite two and Agent Callus, but that's not enough. If you put a loath cat in front of me, you could put Thrawn could be naked, holding, <laughs> like, like I don't know, holding like a really good blue milk, and I still would pass and go to the loath cat. So I'm I'm inviting three loath uh, loath cats, and we're gonna party. Okay, uh, Ari. Um, I think I would invite Ray Skywalker, um, because she's my favorite, and it's my birthday, so I want to hang out with her. Um, and then also BB-8 because I love that stupid little rolling ball, and I think he's so funny. Um, third person, I don't know. Those were just the first two that came to my head. Probably, probably Qui Gon because that means he's alive, and <laughs> as most of y'all know, he's also. My favorite, and I love that man so much. My space dad. Anyway, yeah, truly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, Harris. I gotta go with the basic bitch answer, Hondo. Come on, he'd be a complete vibe. <laughs> that that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, th- who are your other two? Oh, shoot, I forgot two, three. I was like, I was so busy on like doing something else. I was like, oh wait, he just three. wants three Hondos. <laughs> exactly, Jesse gets it. Just, just triple them and add the triple the chaos. Yeah. Um. Wait, hold on. Can I make it a slide? No. What are, what no. Are you uh, to do Luke, uh, just, just let me. I already have the handbrake file. <laughs> oh, okay. Then, then go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Char, who would you have? Well, I would say uh, Count Dooku, just because of like his like very because I feel like he would have very nice gifts. Uh, after watching that re- recent Bad Batch episode, I we, we know he can give me nice. Smelly Nebraska. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Hey, it's still loading on my end. So don't so good save, good save. Uh, g- keep going, Char. Um, I'd say Dooku because I know that he will give me nice gifts. Um, I would also say Jabba the Hutt. Because he'd be like the the clown for everyone. He'd just be like, ah, 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 ah. And people would be like, oh, look at him. That, 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 look, at, look, at that, look at that big SOB there. Um, and then um, I just need someone that would be like be the life of the party. It would probably be uh, Elon Sleazebagano to sell death sticks to everybody. Ooh, that'd be a move. Yeah. Mm. So, oh. Yeah, those are my three. Thank you so much, Pep. Uh, oh, thanks, and, Pat, and for the twenty dollars. Uh, Jesus, major thanks. I appreciate that. Um, wow. I, since it is my birthday, um, and obviously Alanis would be with me for my birthday, I would choose Callus so that she could have somebody else to look at besides my ugly mug. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm. That's. I'm surprised you didn't choose him. Um, uh, that's the one person you're getting. So be happy, be grateful. The other ones are mine. Um, I would choose. Obviously, I have to go Anakin Obi Wan because I'd love to see them just yell at each other. You know, and those are my. Two I think that characters. is a fair choice all around. 
Looking to make your holiday gifts more extraordinary? There's one place you need to go. Paper Source. Paper Source's gift wrap collection includes hand-illustrated designs, stone paper, sustainable handmade fine papers, and even pine-scented wrap. Don't want to do any wrapping? Paper Source has easy solutions with their pre-wrap gift boxes and bags. Or you can leave it to the professionals with their in-store wrapping service. Give yourself time back and wrap up your holidays with something extraordinary. Visit papersource.com or stop by a Paper Source near you today. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Well, we already know how Obi Wan is in the club, so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just the meme yeah. of like Obi Wan with the money. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But I think we've okay. got uh, um, the thing figured out. So go ahead and have that add to the stream. Yeah, let's, and... let's run it. Uh, there, you smelly Nebraskan. Luke Still loading for me. Everybody else see it? Birthday. Yep. Yeah. Happy birthday, I'm not seeing buddy. It yet. I hope it's my internet. Sorry, guys. Wonderful yeah. and filled with love. What, what you're such? You I love how your internet's just not working. Okay. Happy birthday, you. I, 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 okay, I got right, it. I got right. it. I'll let me. Okay. Let me. All right. All right. Melly Nebraskan. Luke, why am I not surprised? It is your birthday. Oh God. Happy Chris. birthday, buddy. <laughs> I hope you have a birthday that is wonderful and filled with love and kindness that you try to spread throughout this community and uh, you know. I gotta say, I gotta give you a little preparation warning. You know, you, you're getting kind of up there, buddy. You know, you, you're getting to that age where you, your back might start hurting a little bit, and your knees might yeah. start hurting, and your knees can't be hurt in this Megan Thee Stallion era. So, you know, you gotta get it popping with that icy hot, buddy, and, you know, start stretching a bit more. Jesus. It's coming for you. But love you, man. You, my peoples. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Luke. Hope your day is super rad. Hey Luke, today's your big day. You know, I was thinking about making some jokes about your birthday wishes because, you know, everyone in our community makes jokes about you. But I think I'm going to be a bit more serious for mine. I just want to say thank you for being such an important part of my life, not just as a co-host for Podmons, not just as a fellow Star Wars content creator, but as a friend. Because you've gotten me through some hard times and you've been there for me when you didn't have to be. So I just want to say thank you for that. Um, and also... I'm so happy we've made it so far with Podmons. Uh, I couldn't have done it without you. And I'm so glad that we have pushed our goals so far into where we are now. Um, but I just want to say happy 45th birthday. I and know. I love you. <laughs> Bye, King. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Luke. Um, I don't know how they celebrate in the great state of Nebraska, but I hope it's full of all of your favorite things like Star Wars and maybe corn. Have a great day. Happy birthday, Luke, from oh, the daughter Jesus. of Alanis and V. I hope that you are having a fantastic day, and just remember that you are another year closer to dying. Congratulations. <laughs> happy birthday, Luke. I know it's going to be kind of counterproductive because you're not actually going to be on the episode when it's your birthday, but you know what for shits and giggles i decided to do this so again i always like to tell the story because i think i find it just really funny how i met luke was through chocolate's public server and again i remember this vividly because carter and i were planning an episode for 
they fly in all the time. This was when it was in its early stages. Like, like we were just starting. And Carter goes, hey, this guy named like Legan2123 <laughs> just DM'd me wanting to talk about Rebels on his podcast. And I literally go to Carter and go, man, I don't know this guy. The kind of team sketches hell up. You probably shouldn't do it. And hey, he's like, no, nah, we're danger, going. It's going to be fun. And I was like, okay. anyway, he, like, he had fun on the episode. And we were planning our Vader episode for They Fly Now. And again, at that point, I thought we had a stacked cast of creators because we had like two amazing creators. We had like Eggy and Zell. And I was just like, yeah, this, this cast is stacked as hell. We, we can't really add anyone else to the list because, you know, th- these two, they just know their, their shit about Anakin. And again, Luke went through the dock and was like, no, I want to be on for Anakin. In classic Luke style, you Anakin stan. He was like, I want to be on for Anakin. And I was like, okay, if you really want to be on that badly. And again, he came on. Completely did a really good job of that episode. Like, I still think it's one of Luke's best podcast episodes. And I was like, no, I like this guy. Over time, slowly but surely, again, I was active with him in his server. I turned into his editor. Friendship is fucking born, just like that. So... Again, happy birthday, Luke. I hope you're really in- enjoying this episode. Um, pretty sure that everyone else is probably going to be roasting you on your uh, birthday segments. I didn't. I could have. But you know me. I'll do it on the episode. <laughs> hey, Luke. We wanted to wish you happy birthday. Someone wants to say happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> happy birthday, Luke. Thanks, Joey. Thank you, Joey. That's awesome. That's, that, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That that that's that's awesome. I, I can't believe the Ari. We got the Ari on to do it. That that was pretty pretty amazing. Remy, I am coming for you. Just <laughs> just just know that. Uh Char, I was I I'm not even gonna lie, I was giving you shit for not doing anything, but you, 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 you That's got why when you were today. bitching to me before, I was like, I don't know. Maybe he's going to wait for the podcast. <laughs> exactly. He's going to tell you in exactly. person. He was I, literally shitting on you so hard before. He was so upset. I was he, like, I, I, I haven't even heard from Char. Yeah, he was Fuck. like, he didn't even like text me. Like, he knows it's so, my birthday. And I'm like, so oh, look, I ever, don't know. I've ever heard of a uh, surprise party. <laughs> yeah, like, people are like, "Oh wow, why is no one party? saying anything to me?" And then, right, and then like a sudden moment, everyone's like, "Happy birthday!" But Hence this, I uh, I really appreciate all the sentiments. Um, yeah, I uh, haven't had a like birthdays were never really that big of a deal to me. Um, but I guess now with having like the found family, like I, I I'm still really close with my family, obviously, and I love them unconditionally, but. Like uh, all of you are now my found family, and and I appreciate everything that you guys have done for me, and and uh, yeah. But we're gonna get through the the mushy stuff now. Uh, th- thanks, Pab. I I appreciate that. I I appreciate that a lot. Um, awesome. But uh, what I should have done instead of asking the birthday question, I should have done the 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 two sentences or less for the arc. Um. So I say get right into it. All right, I got some icebreakers going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The so, icebreaker uh, was, you know, breaking the ice for the Luke. Party. Yeah, for mushing me up. So thanks for that. But uh, let's get into the story of this episode.
Joke's on you. I already have. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, but uh, we're talking about episodes 11 and 12, uh, Legacy and Princess on Lothal. Uh, I like to put, I like to call it the Leia arc. Uh, when I was doing the, uh, like when we, when I had started making the schedule, I had Carter, uh, kind of break down because he's obviously more of the Rebels people. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um uh and i was like so i think these two episodes go together and they sort of do but they sort of don't at the they same do. time they do they do they, have connected tissue yeah they have connected tissue with him with her seeing him with his parents and everything like that um but basically the first episode is ezra getting a vision of of his parents being alive so they do some more digging and obviously from the last episode the empire is now coming to um uh, Garel, man, I'm solid today. Usually, I forget these things. Um, uh, um, Birthday miracle. I I know, right? It's a it's a great thing. Uh, and they have to escape, and that leaves Lothal wide open to, like, they can now go and 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 Kanan and Ezra can now go into Lothal and figure this out. Well, they do. Um. In the process, they find the old governor, uh, Ryder, right? Yeah, Ryder uh, Azadi. Azadi, Azadi, Ryder Azadi, and um, uh, he lets he tells Ezra that his parents did not make it, but they had heard his message. Um, which is kind of ironic because we hear the message of, um, uh, obviously from season one, and then also around can, uh, canonically. It, the uh, the Andor stuff has already happened. Like Aldani has happened. Um, all of these things have happened around the same time where prison breaks are happening. So my first question. Oh shoot! I didn't even have the. Oh my god! I can't believe I just you you just were so surprised by the surprise. I was okay. sorry. No, I got it. I got it. Don't worry. Uh, in this first episode uh, arc, uh, the first episode of this arc, Ezra gets hope that his parents are still alive when he ultimately finds out that they are, in fact, dead. How do you think that affects him throughout the rest of the series? Because most of us have seen seen how it affects him throughout the series, so I just thought it was a good question to ask. I can't believe I just said that. But uh, anybody take it away. Yeah, well, I mean, his parents are dead. That sucks. Yeah. Um. Oh, <laughs> Uh, no, I think it's uh, I think it was a really like moving moment for Ezra because I think he was kind of holding himself back by holding on to the hope of his parents, um, which sounds awful, which sounds awful. But I think once he kind of learned to let go is when he really was able to start growing. Brooke, I was going to make a joke and I had to hold back. <laughs> you too and your dead parent jokes. <laughs> Not appropriate at this time. I, I was being good. That's true. I'll give you that. Kira, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I, yeah, I think it's a it's a huge arc, right? So it, it starts off, I think, a, a lot of things for Ezra. Um, I think it's something that's super important for him. It's his core driving force, I think. And so it, there's a lot that goes on in this episode. But then there's also a lot that I think affects future episodes um, going forward. So it's it's 
exciting. Uh, it's exciting to rewatch, really, because you know where it's going to go, right? And so you know how much it's going to affect Ezra. And I don't want to get ahead, but the next episode, like his moments with Leia and all of that is just so, mm -hmm. so incredible. Um, yeah. So I'll, we can get into that more, but it's important. It's cool to see. Yeah. Jesse? Um. Well, I was rewatching this. I was half paying attention. Um, but uh, this, <laughs> I love it. I like because I I rewatched Rebels not that long ago, like the whole thing. And I, well, not the whole thing. Shout out to my friend who still has not finished it with us. I hate you. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, the point in this episode where he realizes his parents are like it's it's not only just like this big moment for Ezra, it's a turning point in the show overall because Ezra's quest for the past like season and a bit, regardless of what he's actually been doing in his mind has been like, my parents are still out there and I still need to, I still need to find them. I still need to make sure they're okay. And this was kind of like that kind of an answer, not the answer he was looking for, but also it's kind of that semi hopeful answer that despite your parents not being here, they died proud that you were able to convey this message that they put into you. And it's kind of like, he doesn't really openly say it, but you can kind of tell Ezra carries this weight of like, my parents died proud of me and I did something that they would have wanted me to do. And in a lot of ways, that's, that probably would have been better than finding his parents in that prison, in that state. Cause the last memory he has is that they, heard this message and they're like wow my son did this for the whole galaxy we did a good job despite the empire catching up to us yeah absolutely um and it does play a pivotal part in his arc throughout the entire series live yeah i agree it's a big turning point for him he's finally able to put this behind him as much as he can uh and and move forward with everything else he has to tackle in the series. Ari left the left, left the <laughs> last for last. Um, yeah, I'm loving everything that's being said. I think that throughout the show, he has this motivation to be part of the rebellion um, in whatever capacity. You know, the ghost crew is part of it. Um, but I do think that this is like a shift in like his motivations for why. Right, like before. There's that subconscious piece of, okay, I know my parents were rebels in a sense, so maybe if I, I join this, I can find them, right? And then this is the episode where it's really shown, like, I'm here because I want to find my parents. And then obviously it doesn't work out as, um, as one would want it to. But then I think knowing that his parents heard that message and knowing that kind of he put that message out because it's something that his parents had done. We find that out like in the episode where he actually shares the message, I think allows him to move forward with the rebellion as kind of like a way of honoring his parents and carrying them with him rather than always searching for them. Cause obviously now he knows they're not there. No. Yeah. And I think it's very, very important for him because yeah, it, 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 and it's almost like in his Jedi training, right? He's that we are. He's obviously taught to not have attachments, and that's his biggest thing is his family. Just like obviously the Skywalker saga, the Skywalkers st struggle with attachments. They always do. Like that's their Achilles heel, and I feel like that's a big thing throughout the saga, including this show. Is is family? Family is at the forefront of everything that is Star Wars, and I think that's very important that we do still see that 
even in loss, um, because it does make Ezra a better person, a better Jedi at, at towards the end of the series, because he knows what loss is. He knows what he's fighting for. And I feel like if he hadn't had that closure, his motivations in the later seasons wouldn't be as strong. If that makes any sense, unless I'm completely off base. No, I feel like yeah. you're completely on base because the yeah. season four part with like him and like like Ezra finding his parents and Palpatine trying to deceive him, and then he's like, "No, I'm affirming what I just went through in this arc. Mm-hmm. I'm fighting for my found family." Yeah, which is one of the best moments in Rebels, Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars. I'd say also this arc kind of like really reinforces his relationship with Kanan because he doesn't want to lose another dad, and especially in season four in that horrible episode that I hate so much (laughs) when he watches Kanan, you like, I think back to this episode of he didn't see his, his biological father died, but he like died, but he watched his mentor. And for most, for the most part, his father die like right in front of him. And I think that makes that scene a lot more impactful. Yeah. Um, and going with the uh, theme of found family, and in the second episode, Leia is sent by Bail to give reinforcements to the Lothal rebels, and she ends up, we, we kind of figure out that um, Alderaan is known for losing their ships to other um to the to to the rebellion like how they how they how the empire doesn't put this put two and two together beyond me and i and i know the reason for it because they don't really give a shit because they don't they they think they're more powerful than they really are um but ezra and leia connect a little bit Uh, there's jokes thrown around of oh what she's she's about my age why does nobody listen to me i have great ideas right and they kind of connect on a personal level um, and then we see the scene where she walks in on him looking at the picture of his of his parents, right? So my final question with the story segment, um, dang it, I always do this. All right, uh, towards the end of this episode, Leia walks in on Ezra looking at a picture of his of his of him with his parents. How do you think she felt or was able to connect with Ezra, knowing n- not knowing her own biological parents? I think Leia never really thought about, like, biological and adoptive parents until she found out. I think for Leia, she connected more with Ezra in the, like, I know what it's like to not feel like you have a whole family, especially with what we saw in Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably more accurate. The question wasn't very good, but that's okay. Uh, anybody anybody else got anything to add on that one? Yeah, I think Leia. I mean, so, sort of what Alana said. Like it was, there was multiple connections there, but in that scene speci- specifically, I feel like Leia saw Ezra more as um, uh, like a. Uh, God, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Like a um, like a like a a similar soul, you know, like somebody who not so much like a family relation or like, Oh, his, his family situation is similar to mine, but more of like, Oh, he's got this fire for the rebellion. Oh, he's going to lead people. Like she saw 
that in him and that's where they aligned more you know it's not so much of what had happened to them via their families it's more of like what they were doing with it and what what they wanted to do with the people that they were leading and 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 you know that sort of thing no oh, yeah i hope that made sense i no, 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 it, no it made a it made a ton of sense <laughs> okay. it made a ton of sense uh anybody got anything else to add on that i mean oh. I was going to add on top of that is like, I can imagine, obviously we saw like the connection to her, like questioning about her biological parents and Kenobi, but I more or less see her being like, imagine that that was like Bale and Brea. Obviously she never went through that until a new hope. Again, your spoilers for 1977 movie, but still (laughs) (laughs) like, I can imagine her like in that moment being like, what if it was Bale and Brea? Like, what if I like went through something similar? Like that's why I think she was able to connect to Ezra on that level. Like, obviously, we see that in Kenobi, but I feel like that doesn't really play that much of a factor in that scene. No. Yeah, I would jump in there, too, and say, I think um, another connection point was her just, like, realizing that they're both, yes, leaders, but at such a young age. So I think there was a little bit of, like, mourning their youth and that it was taken away um, because of circumstances. And kind of a kinship of okay yeah you know what we don't get to be kids we're like what they're like 16 ish 17 i don't know yeah um that age Mm -hmm. yeah which is like which is young like when okay when i was 11 and i was reading you know books i was like wow 16 so old but now that i'm on the other side of that i'm like oh god (laughs) that's not old at all um so i do think there was a piece of that as well in there in addition to the we're really out here doing this you know we we can we can do it because we believe in ourselves and we believe in the cause. I think Ezra too is kind of at the beginning of all of this. We're like mm-hmm. really experienced. So like, it's more of a, yeah, they're, they're young, but like, you know, they're both so. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> no. no, I got what you're saying. Just my brain just stops working, but I just hey. I'm trying to say that they're yeah they're aligned. Never mind, forget it. Hey, my brain doesn't work, and I don't have a baby, so <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, anything else, Liv and uh, Jesse? No, they they said everything. Y'all did great. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get into the lore of this episode. Jar, you want me to take it away? You should say take it away. Let's do it. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. And we are here for the lore segment of today's episode. So the lore segment today is about parents, as we have talked about a lot in the past few minutes. And this arc introduces the history of Ezra's mom and dad, Ephraim and Mira. As Luke said before, Star Wars has a very powerful parent and child dynamic, and that's what makes it so special. Um, some are good and some are bad. Um, some examples are Grogu and Din Djarin, Leia and Ben Solo, Obi-Wan and Anakin, Brendel and Armitage Hux, Luke and Vader, Bale and Leia, Sheev and his Strandcast son, Dathan, and I could, there's, there's so many more. Um, but if you could pick either one or two parents to raise you, who would you pick? And how do you think they would nurture you? Alanis, you can't. I, 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 please don't pick Callus. Because that's not a good answer. <laughs> do no, it. no. Do it. I'm like, I'm actually like genuinely thinking. 
Callus can't be her dad because then Callus can't be her lover. So there's an issue. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, unless you want Leonard Skinner space playing in Alabama. the background. Yeah. Or, or just be... Okay, go I ahead. Boom, I boom, think boom. to be my dad. Because... Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. I don't know. He just seems so, like, down to earth. And I needed that as a kid. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So, (laughs) yeah, quite on. And then your mom. Oh, uh, that that. Yeah. I mean, you could just yeah, the connotation or you there can just go with a mom. Good. <laughs> Your mom, um, or, or or you could have no, two dads, hey. or or yeah. two moms. Yeah, two. absolutely. Mm. I'm trying to think of someone who would kind of go with Qui Gon. I don't know. Definitely Maul. Maybe, maybe <laughs> oh, Which half? Me. <laughs> Get your Snoke toys for fifty percent off. <laughs> oh, shit. So, so Qui Gon, and then who else? Uh, Shmi Skywalker, I think. I think they oh, do. Shmi. Oh, cool. there you I mean, go. There you go. I mean, when that they were in Los they did kind of have like, a little yeah, bit of a. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. There you go. I think that, uh, I mean, that actually makes sense. It makes a lot of that sense. I could have used. Oh, that's. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of brilliant because if you think about it, Shmi was Anakin's mom and yeah, Qui-Gon was the father definitely... figure that Anakin never got. But here's the other thing. There was here's no the other thing. Oh, there. absolutely. Yeah. There were some like oh, uh, Qui-Gon started asking, you know the answer. He goes, he goes, was there a father? And she goes, there was no father. And he goes, he's like, score. So, no, 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 no. He said, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, Shmi, Shmi and Quagan definitely swept right in each other. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. They just wanted to keep it low key in front of the kid, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Not in front of the boy. <laughs> Not in front of the boy. Quagan, guys, Quagan was the the wizard of Oz. So I just like to throw that out there. The key, key for nest, okay. <laughs> um. Uh. Here. Here. I mean, I know we're talking about rebels, but Kanan and Hera. Like, That's, I thought I knew I was gonna say yeah, those two. You were I know. <laughs> they're space mom and space dad. They're so good together, and they care about their family and their kids, and they're just like you know yin and yang. It'd be great. No, yeah. that is that's a that's a really good question though. Not not a good question, but that's a really good answer because that is very true. I mean, talking about rebels, like. We all joke, like Hera, like she truly is the space mom. Yeah, the, yeah, the typical space yeah. mom. She's great. Which she's she's just always there, no matter what. Like she would be the mom taking the kids to to like the soccer games, making sure that they had all their snacks, 
just <laughs> making sure everybody had everything. And I love that comment though, Kira, because he, because in the first episode, Kanan says she's been taking care of everybody before you and even me were around. Mm-hmm. So that is that's that's perfect. That that answer right there is perfect. So, but um, my heart Jeff. is saying Palpatine Ooh. because I kind of want to be a nepo baby. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I want to be a nepo baby so hey, bad. Hey, it might be wrong, but that's her prerogative. You know, if yeah. the best he can do what the best he wants. Yeah, I just like not. He would be an awful parent. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Nah. Damn power, I would inherit. Would that mean you have powers though? I. That's all I want. Yeah. All I want. Better call stall clip intensifies. Would you look like Palpatine though? Like would you? I, you know, for his power and money, I totally would. I give up. So you look. So you look like a like a scrotum. You'd I, honestly, I would take that if it meant I never had to clock in for a shift again anywhere. I would take it. And you could I have would the ability of force it. lightning me, which yep. is not good. And that's worth insurance. anything, Luke. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's why you know those Palpatine. You know the you know those Palpatine. So I can be a Nepo baby. You you know those Palpatines had that like like when when it's like the episode of the office. Uh, I'm gonna go with the best plan, uh, Michael. That's the most expensive plan. <laughs> like that's the Palpatines. It's like you get the like the the soiree, you get everything, but uh, the fascism, <laughs> all the yeah. worst things. But you don't have to work. No, that's fair. Uh, Char. Um, for my parents, I'd probably say um, Chewy, because you know, if I wanted to like hug him. It would be very nice. And um, I'd probably go with um, my second parent will probably be uh, Boba Fett. Because one, there's two badasses. Oh my God. And I mean, I want to be a bounty hunter. So it's like I got one, you know, who's a trained killer. And then I got one who's a fluffy, you know, a, a fluffy boy. So a fluffy killer. You yeah, I, I, I like my dog. And have both. Oh, yeah. see, yeah. that's what I was gonna no, go. No, if with. I Chewie's my dad, I'm like I don't need a dog. I just have him. I can just pet my dad. Um, and then <laughs> I got Boba as my other dad, which you'll be like, you want to shoot some cans? I'm like, okay, oh, oh, I will. Pew pew. What's wrong with you? Not nothing. But uh, yeah. Uh, but something uh came up. I I'll be back in a bit. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I'll see you guys in a bit. All right. Hi. See you in a bit. Right, Ari, what? Who are your parents? Um, okay, I had a I had a long time to think get put some good thought into this. Oh, here we um, go. Here we go. <laughs> First of all, live twelve out of ten parent choice. I fully agree. Um, but I can't say the same things. So <laughs> I, I I think we could be sisters. It would amazing. <laughs> true, true. Okay, so in one universe, Shmi and Qui Gon, one hundred percent. Um, mm-hmm. In another universe, I would like my dad to be my High Republic Phase One King, Loden Great Storm, gone but Ooh. not forgotten. <laughs> um, yeah, rip my dad. But um, yes, I <laughs> I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I just the hair behind the ear as she says that. Rip my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I you know what I 
I have to cope with um, dramatics because I just <laughs> love him so much. Um, so yeah, I think Loden would be super great. I would love to get thrown off cliffs um, by him oh, and no. all of that good stuff. Um, I think it would be really, I think it would help me to grow as a person really quickly. Um, and then for my mom, I don't know why, but something's telling me Ma's Kanata. I just think yeah, that would be yeah, that would, that would be like a vibe, I think, and would be. I don't know, Dang. like the Force Awakens. Every time I see her, I just I feel safe watching her. Talk she's got to... grandma vibes. She does. So maybe yeah. she's she's my grandma slash mom. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I don't know. She makes me feel safe. So Maz Kanata and Loden Great Storm, my parents. <laughs> no, that's that that is epic. That is an like. Like That's all these choices so far, combination. Have been, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. Hey, that we didn't specify any specifics, so you know, you could do whatever you wanted. There's um, no prerequisite. No, no. I, I mean, Alanis did pick Palpatine, so there, I was there, gonna pick there's... way worse, but then I thought maybe no. I'm scared for what you're gonna. My original thought was, okay, if people, some people are going to say some crazy answers, maybe I could top this and go the legends route and find crazy there. And yes. That was too easy because I just thought of Abeloth and Vitiate. <laughs> no. Like literally the most, I would be the most overpowered creature ever. Like one thought, boom, Luke is finally gone. Like it would. Like Jesse would be the ultimate. And we're and we're being specific here. He's not talking about me. He's talking about Luke Skywalker. No, I'm not. I'm talking about you. Oh, um, talking about me. <laughs> on my birthday. Here we go. Yeah, Keep yeah. It going. No, my real answer though, Leia, because <laughs> I just I would be a good son and I wouldn't turn to the dark side. I would be everything Ben Solo wasn't, and that's a good character. I'm just that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. I'm trying to trigger the Kylo fans. Anyway, I would be great. I would love it. Han Solo is not allowed to be my father. Okay, that's a that's an instant no. Gone. He would leave me alone. I think. Oh wow! I didn't think about who I would have. The birds are trying to contribute, and it's not helping. <laughs> I didn't think this far ahead, guys. Um, you know what? I only need Leia. I only need Leia. I only need Leia. Honestly, true. <laughs> Mal oh, you might uh, kill me. Can you me. imagine? Malgus too- and Leia as a couple. What the hell that would that be? Work. We know, that we know how Malgus treats the people he loves, so. Jesus. No holes barred. I was gonna just go with the basic bitch answer, but I don't know how to follow Jesse after that one. <laughs> I tend to have that effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Harris? Okay, I'm surprised nobody said this as, as I said it before. And here it went kind of the same route with a couple that already exist. Bill and Brea, come on, that's like the ultimate parent. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. That was no. my serious answer. That was my serious answer. Well, we just decided to screw with everybody and go with Palpatine because <laughs> chaos is the ladder. How dare you remember that and not me? I'm coming for you. Jesse, you. you're already coming for me. What? Like, why do you need another excuse? Only one Nightwing fan allowed. No. <laughs> um. Funny answer. Hondo Anaka and De- Dexter Jetster. Oh my Jesus. god. 
Uh, real answer. I don't know. Uh, Padme would be a good choice. Hopefully, she doesn't die of a broken heart. That'd be really tragic. Um, damn. But like, I also think that uh, um, like if Anakin hadn't turned to the dark side, he would have been a fantastic father. Yeah. So Luke. I mean, it fits. Might as well. You're so original. It's it's blown my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as basic. I'm as basic as basic gets. Okay, I am vanilla. I have been called vanilla, and there's a reason for that. Not because of the Luke answer, but <laughs> well done. Uh, well, all right. Well, we're done with lore. Char is done with lore, unless he had a second one, but doesn't really fucking matter because he's not here. So. <laughs> Uh, now it's time to get into interconnectedness. Harith, you ready? Yeah. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief... The last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. We really should have looked at all the answers for the chat. Forgot to do that. Yeah. Well, well. Do, do you want do do you want to go through, or do you want us to wait? No, just go for the, the chat. End. Go for the chat. Let's go for okay. the chat. Okay. All right. Um, let's look and see what everybody had. Um, hold on. Oh, I'm starting to get the uh, hiccups here. That's not a good sign. Um, uh, who's semi? I'm assuming he meant Shmi. Probably. No, just a semi truck. Yeah, Qui-Gon in a semi truck. Optimus Prime. Optimus Optimus Prime. Autobots rolled out. No, I'm sorry. I need to stop doing that. Um, uh, Chris says Qui-Gon and Tall. Good. I one. love Tall. Justice oh, for Tall. One. Yeah, Justice for Tall. Um, uh, Kenny changes his answer to Qui-Gon and Dooku. That is an interesting duo. But anyway. Um <laughs> there we go. Ah, Jesus. My God. Anyway. Um 
Uh, Boss Nass. Oh, yeah. Boss Nass is a big fan of Jesse. Yeah, Boss Nass. <laughs> I love that guy. He's a real one. Um, I can tell you right now, Captain Typho as a dad would have been a really good choice. Um, but I can also tell you that Pat would have chose Senator Chuchi. I mean, Typho's already a father. Go read Queen's Peril. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, oh, no, it's Panaka. Shit. Uh, <laughs> it again. Fuck you. You gave wow. me shit about that a few wow. months ago. <laughs> fuck you. Karma. Karma is a bitch, and it's my birthday. so Luke, I have I'll a revelation you. to you. Boss Noss is Brayden. No, I know. Oh, Jesse, you I ruined know. the opportunity. Damn I was going to make a really good joke saying he loved Clone Force 99, but you... Mm, Jesse! <laughs> oh, I was going to say that. I was going to say that, but then I stopped myself. Darth Mar, Darth Mar and Sienna Tire... Oh, I don't know how to say that. I, I agree. That's a That's... good answer. Really? Like, what is yes. that? Uh... Darth Mar is one of the most wholesome Sith Lords ever. Would he would he do the dishes? Yes. Yes, he would. Interesting. Interesting. Kenny asked why no one said Obi-Wan and Satine. Because Satine's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be a downer, but well, that's kind of the reason Aren't a lot of our answers dead? Let's be 100% honest here. I, that, that's fair. That's very <laughs> I fair. I simply could not have Obi-Wan as my father. I could have him as a daddy, not a father. No. Oh my god. We did not need that. I thought I thought Crosshair was the daddy. No, I'm just, I'm I'm waiting to see how this season ends before gonna, he gets I'm that. I'm going to go I I I can't say what I want to say on YouTube or else we'll get taken down. So, we're just going to go past that. Um uh Obi-Wan and Siratachi. That's an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> oh, that one's good. I like that one. <laughs> uh, Lando and Sonastaros. That's a really good one too. Lando, Lando would would be a great dad. I mean, he's still. He, I mean, he's looking for his. He kid. is a great dad. Look at he's Shadow the Sith. Dad, it's a fantastic father. But uh, thanks everybody, and I guess we're canceling Harris for once. It's not me. Hey. hey, Luke, you get saved for runs on his birthday. Woo, I guess I'll just take the fire on this one. Let's go. Well, you're still getting dragged through fire celebration. Anyway, let's go. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Harith, uh, interconnectedness. All right. So, again, throughout all of Star Wars, we have seen plenty of Force visions that end up driving the plot. How does Ezra's vision and legacy differ from the other ones we have seen in Star Wars? It has a loath cat, and I love it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Mood. I feel like the Jeopardy theme should just play. <laughs> I'm like replaying it in my copyright. <laughs> they can't copyright my voice. They can. They will. It's so terrible that they can't. It's different from the others because I mean it's. It, I mean it's. It's not, but it is. You know what I mean? Maybe it's more Be like riddly. Like he has to interpret it a bit more. Yeah, that that's that's kind of true because Anakin's are very much straightforward. Yeah. So is Luke's. Yeah, and so yeah. so are Luke's. Mary Sue's. They don't have to <laughs> work for anything. I yeah. think Ezra's is different because it's not really like the typical vision is showing you something that could happen or that you could find. 
And um, like Ezra's is not something you can like go and see it yourself. It's trying to tell you something that's already happened. It's trying to give you a hidden message because it's not like, as we said, it's not straightforward at all. Like there's not just someone who's like, yo, your parents are dead. Like you should go help now. It's very much like what what's going on? Like, why am I here? Why am I seeing this? And it's, it's, it's hidden in this kind of dreamscape of Lethal kind of trying to tell him like, Hey, there's something that you need to find out. And maybe a vision isn't the best way to find out. Yeah. I mean, like, like we always hear in the Star Wars universe, the force works in mysterious ways. This time it just was mysteriously enough to give him closure. Yeah. Anybody got anything else to add on that one? All right. This one, this next question is here for the birthday boy, Luke. And also Jesse. I had had to add this one for Jesse. Jesse, you'll understand when when I answer this question. With the now added context of Kenobi and Leia, Princess of Alderaan, how do you view this episode? Okay, the reason why I had to make sure was because I was like, I'm pretty damn sure Leia, Princess of Alderaan happens before this episode. And it's like barely by like a week. So, (laughs) oh shit, is it really that close? Yeah. I didn't realize that it was that close. Well, because she's 16 in the book and she's 16 in this episode. Because the episode is a 3 BBY. Interesting. Which, by the way, if you haven't read Leia and you're watching this right now or you're sitting on this panel, I'm looking at whoever hasn't read it, go read it. Please. I'm pretty sure everybody has read it. Bless. I Wait, Harris, oh. you haven't read that? Harris! Had it. <laughs> Whoa. Why? What are you doing? Yeah, I've had other books I've been busy with. It's been on my short to read list like forever. I don't gatekeep very much, but you, what the fuck, man? Okay, so any Claudia Gray book is automatically on the next to read list, and then new books come out, and then they jump to the top. Hey, 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 excuses are like assholes. I'm just going to sit here like this the whole time. Hey, Luke, not not cool, man. Not cool, man. Because I am old. Just the whole time. No. Anyway. You can't throw uh, that shit after what happened in that text message. <laughs> hey, I can do what I want. Um, God damn it. Anyway, uh, no, sorry for derailing that question, but thoughts. You know, I, Chris, I just gave you a freebie. You know, this is, this is the best way to look at it. <laughs> Chaos is a ladder. Yeah, I gotta put this down. It's hurting my arm. <laughs> I actually have thoughts about this beyond just everyone should read Leia. But I think if anyone else wants to say anything, please go before me. I, I think the floor is yours. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Literally, like, if you didn't cry anything, Leia, like, I, I don't know what's going on, guys. I cry for everything, Leia. And this episode after, because it aired, it aired when? Way before, like, before the Leia book came out. Yeah, right? it came out before the Leia 20, book. Yeah, because yeah, this came out twenty. 20- 17 because so, it was during the the journey to the for to the um last jedi um sorry there's birds i'm trying to get them to be quiet but they can't hear me um <laughs> it's okay so i think can you repeat the question <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm sorry it's, it's with the now added context of kenobi and leia princess of alderaan how do you view this episode now i think okay I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to spoil the book. You can go. Yeah. Has everyone else read it on here before we before Jesse goes? Because I honestly don't care about spoilers. Oh, oh well, uh, Liv, uh, also gonna have to gatekeep I'm, you right now, man. I'm gonna have to like book. I'm gonna tiptoe around. So like, 
with the book, like it's kind of the stepping point out of the whole plot of the book. Like Leia is Leia is no longer just like the kid running around the palace. Like she's not just little baby Leia. I mean, she never really was. We saw how she stood up to her cousin in Kenobi. She showed she showed him how it was. Okay, like Leia is has always been on top, and now, but when she hits 16, like it's, it's a completely different story. And she actually has to step into more like leadership. And this episode really kind of like with the context of Kenobi, like what she's been through. And then with Leia, like we see that Leia, Leia is more than ready to be a leader just based on those two things alone, because like this, sorry, I'm really trying to collect my thoughts, but I, I love this episode so much. Um, Just like, I hate English. I hate it so much. (laughs) I'm trying to think of the word. Okay, so this episode really for me, it's just after all that, like seeing what she's been through, this episode really is just like the pushing forward for Leia. It's not just like a Rebels like filler episode with a cameo. It's also like a continuation of Leia's story to show that she is now becoming the leader we see her as in A New Hope. She has earned this. And this is her first few steps into leadership. And she's ready to take on the Empire in whatever way she can. Like we see in Princess of Alderaan, she she learns about the rebellion. That's kind of like a tiny spoiler. Like she learns that there is a rebellion and that there are people involved and she wants to do something. And this episode bringing us out of that shows that she is doing it. Like right away, she's on the forefront of this. She is at the heels of the Empire saying, look, People need help and I'm going to help them. And even if they can't know it's me, I'm going to do it. And even with Kenobi, like we see Leia as this kid who wants to do it. Like she wants to help still. Like she's like, what, 10? And she's she's ready to do it. She's ready to be a leader. And this episode just kind of brings everything about Leia and shows she is strong. She is like life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Ready for anything. It proves that women do it best in like everything. Like they know how to lead better than us, like we do, because we don't, we like, oh, I'm going to cry. I literally love Leia so much, bro. (laughs) Yeah. This is too much. Jesse. Because I I love it. it. Context behind this, I was literally, I got up at five in the morning to go to work and I had like 30 minutes before I had to leave and I was just like, 
all right, what am I going to make for interconnectedness? I was like, oh, let me look up the Canon Media timeline of Princess of Alterarn because I'm pretty damn sure it already happened. And I was like, yes, it did. I'm going to throw this in for Jesse because I know it's his favorite Star Wars book. And I was like, and then Kenobi on top because, you know, Luke's birthday. I have to kind of be nice sometimes. Uh, well, I mean, what are everybody else's thoughts on, on like, it, if we do look at Leia, if we look at Leia as a whole arc, um, from obviously where she is, like with the other media involved, do you think they got her character right? Did it feel like Leia when you were watching it? Yeah, very much New Hope. Leia taking charge right off the bat, just girl bossing it. Yeah, the one thing I really liked um, is when they're talking about how they can't get the ships because of all these different reasons, and then Leia's like, stop telling me why you can't get them, and start telling me, like, how we're gonna get them. That, to me, was just, like, I was like, oh my god, that's just so Leia. In Mm -hmm. every instance that we see her, whether it's 10-year-old Leia in Kenobi, you know, like, she has that attitude in the show, in Princess of Alderaan, she has that attitude 100% that really pops out of the pages to me. Um, all the way through the original trilogy into Bloodline, which is another really great Leia book um, by Claudia Gray as well. Like, And then into the sequel trilogy, like every single time we see Leia, it's like, okay, so what are we going to do about it? Because we're going to get this done and we're going to figure stuff out because that's just what we do. There's no time. There's no room to not do what we need to do um and that was evident in this as well so it's nice to see her character consistent pretty much across all of her media um that i've consumed which i think is all of it i'm pretty sure i'm not missing anything um so yeah this episode just felt like it fit right in with who she is absolutely um i think it was nice to also see her be in charge and uh personally loved it that the men were always two steps behind her Kanan included you know like just not quite getting the plan and she wasn't mean to them but she was like come on this is what we're doing get with the program you know which is also very Mm late so that was fun for me too the scene that's just flipping through my head as like you guys are talking about this is the scene in Kenobi when Obi-Wan's like you trust me you trust her and and then he goes out and like deals with Reva because like that's just pure Leia it's like it's like even as ten year old, she was gaining the respect of others. No, yeah. yeah, and I love, and I feel like in any media, and I feel like when you're touching, when you're when you're dealing with Leia, I feel like you have to go back and you have to kind of really ground ground yourself into Carrie's performances because she did she did do a lot of things in her performance, like. For A New Hope, for example, when she said Governor Tarkin, when she did the the snarkiness, that's that's a that was something that she ad libbed in from uh because she was taking she was doing classes in London at the same time, and she just so happened to do it, and George loved it, and it's just you when we think of Leia, I think the the main thing is is that she does take charge because it she does do it from a very young age, and she gets that. From her biological parents, because, and she gets it from the Organas as well. It's more ingrained. I was about to say, if you don't respect the Organas, I was going to come find you in no, Nebraska. No, 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 no. It's no, it's 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 all four of her parents. 
I mean, we look at Padme, we look at Anakin, they're very headstrong, they're very much, we're going to take charge in a lot of these situations, and so is Bale and Breha. So it's like, those are like the characteristics, I think, that they really nailed with this episode and what they do consistently well with Leia when it's other media as well, you know? Because it, it, Carrie is the character. Like, they're... There is, there can always be a voice actor for for multiple projects playing Leia, but there is only one Leia, and that is Carrie. Um, but yeah, um, Charts was gonna be back, but we're gonna jump to ranking the episode, and then we'll get into his three interesting facts. Oh, well, I thought we'll... I thought we were gonna pull Pep's comments. I thought that was gonna be our thing to stall for time. Ah, well, okay, we can do that. Uh, Pep says, if you read the Leia book, you'll understand that Leia has just stepped into the leadership role prior to Rebels and how she's been preparing for this indirectly her whole life, which she has been. Um, it, that's, 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 that's very true. And he says, including shaping the direction of the Rebellion with her exchanges with Bale, Bale and Brea. Um, well, for those that haven't read the book, like it's it's very... Their relationship is rocky some points in in this book, but when they eventually when she, when they eventually are able to open up and tell her the whole whole thing, she's full in. She's all in. Like she's not she's not one foot in, one foot out. She's all in, and I feel like that's a very important characteristic for for Leia as well. I think um, something that's important too is not just like any. You look at a lot of leadership in Star Wars and like Palpatine was a good leader in some senses, you know, no offense, Alanis, for your daddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like Leia was more than just like a leader. She had that spark, right? She had that calm presence. She commanded respect. There was something to her and something to Carrie Fisher as well. But like something I think that Ezra also has where it just inspires people. Like they just walk into a room and they just have that. Um, They can make you feel like the only person in the room, right? Like a good leader, a good person has that kind of connection. And that's something that Leia has. I think that's why, even if you look in the sequels, Rise of Skywalker, like why she puts out the call, why people are called to Leia. Like, they, yeah, they want to help the galaxy, but you you need those people. You need those leaders who are more than just leadership who have that je ne sais quoi or whatever it is that makes you want to follow them. And Leia has that. And that's something that's rare and special. And I love that Star Wars media focuses more and more on that with her being a woman rather than just being like, I have the force and therefore I'm special. You know, there's, there's more to that. Um, No. Yeah. And you see that a lot in uh, resistance reborn though, Kira as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. she she has connections to other and they and they and they follow her because she is so respected she's not only the last princess of alderaan she is also a senator she's she's a former senator her father is well known she is a war hero from the rebellion like those those stories that were told of the big three of han Luke and Leia and their adventures and, and what they accomplished. Like that that's also no right no notoriety. And the fact that she was never Chancellor blows my fucking mind. Like I get Mon Mothma, she did a lot for the rebellion and everything, but the next choice should have been Leia. 
And the fact that she never was in that role. But the, the other thing is, is that during Bloodline, she doesn't really want that role. No, she's just is, like... That's what I was just going to say. I don't think like, Leia, she's ever wanted it. She's yeah, probably no. thought about it, but I don't think... Well, I, think, I don't I think, think she could have done what she's done and does if she was Chancellor, right? Especially yeah. in yeah. Bloodlines. She wouldn't no, yeah, have yeah. been able to start yeah. the resistance. Because, I mean, in that book, she's like contemplating. She's like, I could do it, but do I really want to? Like, she, you know she would have knocked it out of the ballpark. Like, she would have been perfect. Yeah. But well, she just... Also, one thing ahead. that I always think about when it comes to Leia, again, a lot of thought is just going through my mind at this moment of... I remember back when we did the They Fly Now episode for Leia, because we did a Leia episode for They Fly Now, Brooke absolutely hit a amazing point that I always think about when I watch the sequel trilogy, which is Rey and Leia's connection because of both of their pasts being similar, i.e., both having dark history that the galaxy hates them for because of their father figures. So Leia is able to indirectly like connect to Ray because she's like, no, I know what you're going through. When this comes out, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to make you ready for that moment. So it's just like, again, that's why I always love like each of the original trilogy characters having a mentorship to Ray, but I always felt like Leia was the strongest of the three. I was just going to say off of Kier's point, because I thought it was amazing um, that in the the sequel trilogy still like Leia is that symbol of hope. Like Leia is very much who people look to. Like if the resistance was led by just some other person, like there would have been a group, but she is that spark. And I think that also carries into the redemption of Ben showing that there was no other person with that kind of fire that could have done it it was at, at the end so many people tried but it was leia who did it and it was leia who like at the mention of leia luke was on fire to protect her because she was so important like she was such a figure in the galaxy of just like love honestly like hope and love and just prosperity because she brought with her like all that she was the symbol of everything good and i just like the, that point was just i love that that even in the sequel trilogy like 30 years later she still has that same impact when they go when they put out that call it's leia like i loved that point so much i think it was just so amazing and i just yeah leia is just leia is like the perfect symbol of the rebellion and of resistance and of just hope in the galaxy no matter what role she's in no matter what faction she's in and uh i think uh, like luke said it can be attributed to her both her parents but i think especially like bale and padme both are really good and mainly padme i gotta say she's very much like her her mother oh yeah she's no bit like reading the queen's like the 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 breha section the queen's hope Dish, dish as like, god damn it. Like, reading that and then watching Kenobi, like, that, like, when we saw Alderaan for the first time, like, it, with actually not being destroyed, rip, um, like, that, that last section of, of Queen's Hope is what went through my mind when I was watching that for the first time. I was just like, it, also, that sh- the, that the way that you got cool. destroyed at the Padme name drop that was okay. like that was the thing that padme and, you. and padme and uh um yeah the the anakin uh yeah but char what's is up? back what's up 
Car jump scare. Come here. Man, wow, jump scare. I just still loading for me. So, Char. No, you're good. Okay. Hold on. I'll do the. Do I sound all right? Yeah, you sound great. All right, ready. Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Oh God. Char. Char. I'm waiting for it. Char. He's gonna jump scare us. I feel it. I swear to God, this is not the time or the place. Jar. Ah! God damn it. <laughs> okay, go. Okay, I, I'm trying to like switch tabs, but I can't like because you didn't on. memorize them. You memorize it on the spot. You gotta God do it right it now, on. Char. The pressure is go. on. Oh god. <laughs> Is the anticipation making gonna make it better oh, wait, or worse? That's on, the prediction. I got something. I got something. Hold on. This is always a classic. We need to grab a guillotine and then find whoever made that question. <laughs> You're under arrest, you piece of crap. You ain't never getting out of prison. Every chance you get. Every what single that chance. For? I didn't. I didn't deserve that. No, I was just. I what? I was. You would. Yeah. There was dead space there. Okay, go. unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, can I actually, like, slide out of here? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. So now I can actually say the facts now. Okay. Part 16, the Leia arc addiction. Or, addition. Addition. I said addiction. addiction? Why is Leia an addiction? The Leia arc addiction. It's a really hard rebellion. She's, she's fact one. <laughs> fact one. A connection to Stila Guerrera. Ryder Azadi's rifle is a modification of Stila Guerrera's sniper rifle prop from the Clone Wars. Fact 2. Revenge of the Sith coming back once again. The clasp holding Leia's hair together is based on shapes seen on Bail Organa's wardrobe in Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith. Fact 3. Vader's line coming into fruition. In this episode, we get to see Leia on one of her so-called mercy missions that Darth Vader mentions in the original Star Wars. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about the Leia arc. Good job, Char. All right. Was that good? Was that good? Are you proud of me? I proud of you, bestie. Proud no. of you, bestie. I could have just, no. just not come back. Because I'm I'm a I'm a proud I'm a good man. We had to stall for time. It took That's okay. Oh really? Okay. I mean we were blowing hey, it, there were there there was blowing up in my sh shit. Hey, at least That's you okay. didn't stall for nothing. How no, but uh um uh so this is the rankings bad ensign, okay, lieutenant, good captain, uh great admiral, chef's kiss, grand admiral. Uh here. You're muted. You're muted, Bessie. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're fine. <laughs> uh, Grand Admiral is what I was saying. Um, it's a huge episode as far as Rebels go. It, it It's the, I think, mid-season premiere in season two. It um, has Leia. It has Ezra. It's inspiring. I, I really like this art. Absolutely. The Ari... Uh, the Ari would give this also a Grand Admiral. Um, yeah, it's just, I think it's huge for both Ezra and Leia. Like, it's a turning point for Ezra, and then it's just a reinforcement of who Leia is, and for me, why I love her so much. So, Grand Admiral from the Ari. 
Nice. Uh, Liv? I will do an admiral. Um, like, like you both said, I think it's a huge episode, but it's so much like quieter almost than like the big episodes we think of for Rebels. Um, and that really hits like it's supposed to. So. Uh, Jesse? Um, I'd give it a Grand Admiral, um, just because, like, like I said in my very chaotic rant, um, just, like, it really does carry off of what I love about uh, Princess of Alderaan, just, like, putting Leia into the leadership role, and it's, it really just helps me to see the continuation from that book into, like, A New Hope and the original trilogy, and who we know Leia as, as the strong and powerful leader who, uh, inspires everyone and also just beyond Leia like it really shows that Ezra like Ezra is evolving as well he is becoming like the Jedi we see at the end of the series like someone who cares for other people and is able to like put his past behind him to put the like struggles of others in front of him so he can help them more so Grand Admiral for that Alanis? um Admiral there's only like four episodes in all of Rebels that get my Grand Admiral status. Yeah, and they're um, all but... fucking Thrawn or Callus. <laughs> there's 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 no telling yet which ones. Um, I know why. Sure. I can honestly, guess. Um, but honestly, uh, Admiral 100. percent Um, anything with Leia is just phenomenal. Harris. I know our guests say this a lot, but I wish I could just go in between tier between Grand Admiral and Admiral. Like I'm like going back and forth. Harris, we're Siths. We deal in absolutes. Pick one or the other. <laughs> Hi, Admiral. That's an absolute statement. So Admiral. Chart. It's a great Admiral for me. I mean, anything with Leia is always like top tier. And I've been saying this every single time that I've been on the show that every single arc that we cover centers around one character particularly um and this one this time had as spotlight and hearing the history about his pa parents Ephraim and Mira and what they gone through and and to see what life that Ezra has been living from the aftermath of losing his parents it's it's super sad but also inspirational in a way to see how well he handled it to be like all right I got through this but I need I have people to take care of um so <laughs> It's a Grand Admiral for me. Uh, I'm going to say Grand Admiral as well. Um, so yeah, Harith and Alanis. Boom! That's how it's just not even just us. So we were so close to Grand Hey, Char. Char. You were the one that pushed me to Admiral. I blame you. Any anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh... That's going to be the end of the episode. Uh... I will start with Jesse. Uh, where can the good people follow you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mentally Ill Sith if you want some random tweets about whatever I'm hyper fixated on at the time. And on TikTok at Mentally Ill Sith Lord, where you might see the series finale of Gonkatine sometime this year. There you go. Little tease, little tease. Uh, Liv? Uh, you can find me at Kyber Crystal Designs on Instagram and TikTok. I'm working on a few costumes right now. Not Star Wars related, but there will be some very soon. So. There you go. Uh, the Ari. 
the Ari can be found at Millennium Pod underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, gear. I'm Mandalorian at um, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And Alanis? Uh, Kyber on everything. Uh, and you can listen to me at Sith Face Podcast, where podcasts are downloaded, whatever. Um, you can also subscribe to our YouTube, um, which is Sith Face Media. Harith. And go, and go ahead and check her out on Discovering the Galaxy. Oh, thanks, Char. I never that too. Uh, Harris, where can people follow you? You can find me at the backseat of Char's car. (laughs) 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 Uh, All jokes aside, you can find me at Harris Productions on TikTok and Instagram. Harris underscore edits on Twitter. Harris on Hive and here on Pod Ones. Char Jar J, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Good people can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Char Char J, as spelled right. My hand can't reach. No. Yeah, the W. <laughs> right there, right there. And you can find me here at the Pop Ones podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. Next week, um, I'm forgetting what the arc is called. Luke, do you mind if you uh? Uh, yeah, I'll look at. I'll look at it. Hold on. Give me a second. Char, we expect you to memorize it. Uh, it is. So oh, things. uh, protect the protector of Concord Dawn. So yeah, we'll be getting into Fen Rao next week. So, w. That spotlight will be on Sabine. Um, and you can find us here or me here for more content coming in these next few weeks or months. Yeah. Uh, and you can find us at the pod ones on all social medias. Um, uh, I'd just like to thank everybody. Uh, I know this episode was a, a little bit longer than usual and I appreciate you all sticking uh, through it. Uh, thank you everybody for the birthday wishes. Um, it'll definitely be one that I uh, will remember. For a while, so uh, don't worry. Look with age, you'll forget it. Uh, yeah, because apparently I'm, I am uh, 167. 120 with Chars going 162. We're about the same age as Palpatine in the Rise of Skywalker, which is awesome. Uh, I think 119. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, with that, uh, on to the next one for Light and for Life. We are all the Republic, and may the corn be with you. Always. 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 Good <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.